This life, your life, this industry and your business have no ceiling. You have the opportunity to obtain anything that you want. And for us at North & Co, our, our job is to inject ourselves where appropriate to make sure you live that life and experience all the abundance that is possible. Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of Rise, Grind, Repeat. In today's episode, we talked to local real estate brokerage, North & Co. They've done a great job at becoming an industry leader here in the Valley. We just talk about how they did it. Let's hop right in. First and foremost, we'd just love for you guys to introduce yourself. Who are you guys? What is your history? And, and how are you part of North & Co.? Uh, I'll start. Stephanie Gonzalez. I'm the COO and managing partner at North & Co. Officially been with Brian. Uh, actually, this Monday, April 1st, was our five-year anniversary of of working together. So that's cool. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That's like, really cool. Whole, five years feels like 25 years, and five years feels <laughs> like two weeks. Oh my God, there's so much in that. Who, who are you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, first, thanks for having both yeah. of us. Um, yeah. Thanks. We're excited to be here. Um, so I am Kathleen. I'm the brand director for North & Co. Um, I've been with the company for about 18, 19 months now, um, and it's been a ride and so much fun ever since. <laughs> awesome. And so one thing that really interests me is, is, as we were mentioned earlier, is just North & Co. as a brand is just so powerful. I mean, more like as I talk to more people in the, just in the valley, a lot of people know who North & Co. is, and so it's tough to get to build something to where, you know, you get a lot of people who actually like it, know it, and, and can get a good feeling from it. There's always a smile or just a good experience anytime North & Co. comes up. And so a big question that I would have is how, how have you guys done it? What has been the process like? And, and uh, yeah, kind of explain the journey of the growth of, of North & Co. I'll take that one. Um, so we're going to go back mm -hmm. way back um so brian north uh from 2005 until about 2011 did not have a real estate license but was in real estate he was a real estate investor he um at the time basically did a deal by any means necessary for those of you you however many of you know um what was happening in real estate back then. 2005, six was a run up, like holy cow. Um, and so he got into real estate, was um, off and running for maybe a year, and then all of a sudden the rug got pulled out from underneath mm -hmm. the real estate market, him and everybody else. So um, for six years, he was an investor. He did um, wholesaling, he did fixed flipping, he did short sales, REOs, um, which was bank-owned properties, and um, he actually had a business partner, Derek Jar, who is owner of Green Street Communities, um, and the two of them basically took advantage for six years of that downturn, and they made probably six businesses inside that six years, because every single year, the market was just devouring itself. Yep. Like, what was happening? Um, I don't know how much you noticed, Kat, at that time, but um, literally, uh, there was a ghost town in terms of homes because we got so hard hit. And there was a ghost town in terms of to watch staples and to watch um, all these big boxes go out of business just because of how hard we were hit economically. And we were the first one to get hit. Um, so it was pretty brutal. So he, as investor, created all these different models to take advantage of the downturn and did very, very well. Come 2011, as we start to pick up the market, he goes, holy cow, he looks in the mirror and says, if I don't shift away from a model that's based off of the depressed market, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna be viable. I'm, I'm not gonna have a business. Yeah. So at the time, him and his business partner, Derek, um, had a heart to heart and basically, Derek fell in love with infill projects, custom homes, new build. Brian was in love with more of the sales side. He decided to get his license and go the more traditional route. And the first year, um, he basically decided um, to, if he could wave the magic wand in his life and figure out what he was gonna design and how he was gonna do this, given that he was six years driving all over Maricopa County by any means necessary doing a deal, he thought, let's maybe not do it that way, and if I could do it the way I wanted, I would stay in my backyard. 
And um, at the time, he lived in Arcadia and basically said to himself, um, I, I want to stay here. I literally want like a five-minute drive for where I'm going to work. I'm going to get my license. And within a year, he had created the North & Co. brand okay. as a team underneath the Green Street real estate okay. umbrella. A lot of people don't know that that's so how it all started. It was a team under a brokerage. Yes. Okay. Yes. Green Street had two different um, business models within it. Green Street, the new home build um, part, and then Green Street, the brokerage. And um, so basically he got his license and really started to not only develop his team, the North & Co. brand underneath Green Street, but also when you meet or know Brian, this will all make more sense, but he um, really jumped into a space of being the manager, the sales manager. God, now saying that, <laughs> it sounds so funny. Like, it sounds so um, it sounds so myopic for him, uh -huh. right? Like, he was a sales manager. <laughs> but but it, I can't say it was necessarily an official title. I think he volunteered himself as, if I'm going to go get my license and really do this thing, and I've had six years of success in in this other model, why not jump into this world yeah. of, like, telling everybody what I'm doing and becoming, um, he naturally walks into a room and is on a platform, even if there's two people in the room or 222 people in the room. So um, got his license in 2011, a year later really developed the North & Co. brand, told everybody that he was gonna take over in Ar Arcadia and people laughed. Really? Because if you know Arcadia, it's our Beverly Hills. To try and break into that yeah. really hyper local specific niche um, you got to know people to get in. It's it's not the easiest thing to break into. And within three years, he was the number two, three team. Wow. I mean, he literally created the impossible. That's cool. Yeah. Anytime I go through the area, any 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 for sale sign that's up is always a North and Coast sign. And that's yeah, see it everywhere. We're very blessed. <laughs> There's a lot of North and Coast signs in that Arcadia area today. Yeah. So I mean, that would be tough to work as a team under a brokerage and then break apart, create your own bro. I mean, that's rebranding in and itself. And so like, it's a kind of a two part question. How was the rebranding process? Um, and then it's, you mentioned he wanted to tell the world what he did and that's a form of producing content, distributing it out there. And like, what was that process like? And, and how did he go about getting the word out there of, of what his accomplishments were? Okay. So I'm a, again, I'm, I'm a, historical, like chronological person in my brain. Love it. So to go back, um, so 2011, he gets his license, um, besides puts the stake in the ground, I'm going to become the number one team in Arcadia. And um, basically uh, started as a one person team, still underneath Green Street, um, had an assistant, from assistant started to attract agents who wanted to be on his team because they saw what he was up to. Um, so in 2013, so two years after North & Co., the brand was started underneath Green Street, um, he had been approached by Derek, who was the owner of Green Street Brokerage and Development, saying, do you want to purchase the brokerage? Okay. I hope he doesn't mind me saying all this as I'm like realizing. <laughs> a lot of people just don't know like the nitty gritty yeah. of the story, right? Yeah. So do you want to pur purchase the brokerage? And um, uh, at the same time that Derek went to Brian, do you want to purchase the brokerage? Derek was talking to me about being involved in that brokerage. So uh, April of 2014, Brian officially purchased the brokerage, Green Street Real Estate. So the company that was two heads now was divided. Derek ran with the builder side and Brian purchased the brokerage and I left an almost 10 year history with realty executives wow. and joined him in building brokerage. What made you make the jump? Really good question. Uh, there's so much to that question. <laughs> um, what, what made me make the jump? So um, I started in real estate in 96, sold for six years. Then I got into the corporate side of real estate. I was at Cobalt Banker, regional trainer, director of education. And in 2005, I moved out here. A headhunter called me for realty executives and worked for realty executives um, in a multitude of capacities, but worked for realty executives. Saw the run up, the run down, and the comeback. And um, one of the things that I had observed in that time was 
big boxes, real estate big boxes, were really starting to uh, experience some exodus. If you as an agent survived 2007, 8, 9, 10, then you realized, unfortunately or fortunately, that um, you surviving probably didn't have much to do with your brokerage. I hate to say that because I now am part yeah, owner yeah. in a brokerage. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I think for me, I watched all these agents question the value of big box brokerage and start to think about the fees and the value that they were getting and realizing that they were the ones, if they survived, because holy cow, not only did we have an exodus away from big box and what was perceived as high value, right? Cobalt Banker and C21 and ERA and Realty yeah. Executives had all of this outside perceived value in the 90s and in the 2000s. So, um, so you had all of these agents who were questioning it because if I survived, I pretty much survived by pulling myself up from the bootstraps. Yeah. So um, when I first met Derek and Brian, it was like, holy cow, we are, we are literally witnessing this massive shift in mindset from the agent perspective. And the agents were wanting something really different. They were wanting um, massive value. They were wanting more engagement. They were wanting to feel like the brokerage was really participating in their growth. And I think if you didn't have that, mass exodus was happening. So when I met Brian and Derek, and I found out that their team was so open source and so give back. Um, nothing was a secret, which tends to be common in traditional real estate. Like uh, you go into your closed office and you, didn't, you don't give any other agent your ideas. That was really gotcha. common for a while, right? I, mm -hmm. So in meeting Derek and Brian and finding that their culture was very open source and very, let's just give content and let's give information, um, it was like, holy cow, do you know what we would have if we could take that into brokerage? And so uh, Brian and I always laughed that it was sort of a uh, arranged marriage because Derek was the one who actually, you know, mm -hmm. first started talking to me. <laughs> but but I had had 18 years of brokerage experience and Brian only knew his brokerage. He only knew um, yeah. that experience. So uh, we we both, I think, had an idea of what brokerage could be and um, how we could bring something really unique and different to the marketplace. Um, and I know for me, coming from real estate in Southern California, I had already seen some really um, kitschy, hot, sticky, sexy, whatever you want to call mm -hmm. it, boutique brokerages start to come on the scene in Los Angeles and New York. And um, why not do it here? So 2014, he purchased the brokerage. And I joined him in. That's cool. It seems like it. he yeah. does, and you guys just have a very good eye at noticing when trends start to shift. And that, I mean, that's that timing is everything. And if you can identify that sooner, I mean, but you bring up something very interesting. It's it's, and this is, I've gotten a lot of, well, not a lot, but I've gotten pushback for, like this podcast and giving away our strategies and secrets and everything. most marketing agencies are like, no, we only keep it within. No, it's, it's, do it's, it. Exactly. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah. it's funny how, I mean, 98% of people won't execute on it either way. And it's like, if you give them the key, chances are they're going to come to you once they try and take that key and start the car and realize that car is a little bit harder to start than you thought. Um, and so it, it's amazing how giving it away actually leads to more opportunity. Is that kind of the approach that you guys took for your agents? And so, I was I was wonder what is what what do the broker like what do brokerages do for the agents and to, it it seems like a lot of it is helping in the growth and but that can mean a lot of things whether it's helping them build a personal brand produce content um, have the technology tools to how, like how to manage their leads and so how did you guys approach that and how did you guys I guess just give a little extra attention to the agents what were those things those things. I can touch on it from yeah, yeah, coming yeah. from a, cause I wasn't there for any of that. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't even know about it. Um, cause I didn't mm -hmm. know anything about real estate before I uh, came into the company. Um, so when I joined the company, um, I immediately latched on to, um, just like the culture and how, uh, Brian and Stephanie were like, they were like, like mom and dad to all these people. You know, it's like, it's like the funny way to put it, but it's like so true. Like they were just there to meet every need of all the agents. And I was like, wow, like there's something really special here um, just from what 
my understanding of how companies worked in general. It was like, this is really unique. Like they really, really care about each of the agents there. They really care about our partners. They really care about their employees. Like it's just so, um, they're so in tune with everything. So it's like something I noticed right away um, without even knowing like what the company, how it really worked yet. Um, so it was just really special. Mm-hmm. I think um, from the beginning, Brian and I were in agreement that uh, A, we wanted to attract really good human beings um, who B, wanted to be really good business people or who are already really good business people that wanted to take it to the next level. And if we could participate in that, um, whether it's further establishing and firming up your who you are as a business owner and what you offer or you, it's you and, a, and, a, and an assistant and you want to grow a team. We wanted to um, appropriately sort of inject ourselves in how can we help, right? How can we be servant leaders and how can we, both he and I personally, but how can we also collectively as a brokerage and as we grow, how can we all participate in elevating you, in giving you information, in giving you an idea, in looking at your business plan and... and um, very respectfully poking around and saying, have you tried and have you done and have you talked to and and being a connector for them to uh, elevate their mind and elevate kind of what they're doing in business. It's pretty cool. Literally, those are the words I was just going to say. I was like, that's so cool because, I mean, to do all that, it takes time. It takes, and when you hear things take additional time, that cuts into margins and, and 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 so on and so but it's it's funny how even though you might cut those margins a little bit by empowering someone they then get to another level that three five ten x is what they were doing before and it's so cool because it's i mean again most businesses it's like how are you gonna make me money rather than how can i help you grow because i i I mean i don't know if that's a margin thing or they're just afraid to lose someone but it sounds like you guys are doing a very good job at that is is just understanding what is it that you want in in life, or whether it be life, your your business career, whatever it is, and it sounds like you help them get to the next level. And in return, people like that, like you just mentioned, we feel like a family, um, and that's that having a sense of family. That is, I mean, there's there, there are not many other feelings that can beat that. And so, even just as a culture, I mean, it's it's cool to hear it because now I see exactly why you just hear have that good connotation whenever you hear North and Co. And so. It is really cool to hear that. Um, are you guys doing anything from helping them with a marketing perspective, or how are how are you? You're helping them get to the next level, I guess. How are you helping them get more leads, sell more? Um, what are some of those things, whether it be internal training or I know you you're doing a lot of the social media stuff. Um, yeah, I would just love to hear a little more about that. Um, yes, yes, and yes. You mentioned <laughs> it takes a lot of time for for you to go, take the approach of I'm going to pour myself into my people, that right there, that notion takes time and attention, right? And then you go, oh, but it's not just I'm going to pour myself into people and I'm going to put them in this box so that everybody follows this process again and again and again. That's not us, right? So part A takes a lot of time because you're going to pour yourself into somebody, but part B is it's not based on our model or our design of you. It's based on us getting into that head and getting into that heart and pulling out what is it that you want to do in this world? What is it that you want to do in this business? What mark can you make, right? Play to your strengths. Where, where do we need to offset maybe some of your, I hate calling them weaknesses, <laughs> their opportunities, right? Their opportunities for growth or opportunities for, I'm never going to grow in that area. That's never going to be me. <laughs> so maybe you find somebody on your team who can fill that um, that opening for you. Um, so, uh, we, uh, regularly are known to sit down with people, whether it's five minutes or 45 minutes and literally have them kind of open up their box into them themselves and their business and say, this, this is, this is what I'm thinking, right? This is, this is what I would like to do. And then we go from there in some cases. I mean, gosh, there's been agents, um, towards the beginning. I could think of one particular young man, who had his license for a year, he did two deals at a prior brokerage, came to us in my initial, I hate to call it a recruiting appointment, but mm-hmm. that, that's what it is, right? In my initial recruiting appointment with him, he was in tears because he knew he was capable of more than doing two deals. In yeah. my opinion, he was not properly plugged into the right outlet in the wall. So we took him out of that outlet, 
sorry prior brokerage right and we plugged them into our outlet in the wall which was let's sit down with you let's figure out what you're doing let's figure out do you have a database no i i was born in idaho no okay then then you don't you don't have an existing group that you can um potentially leverage we're gonna have to build you a database Mm -hmm. so you're gonna have to go to new people you're gonna have to either go to networking groups you're gonna have to do open houses or you know, five business cards a day, like you're going to have to build it, but we're here to help you um, design it. And then um, we're also going to help you connect you with other agents who are doing it. So you should really sit down with Kathleen and find out what she does on the social media front because you could really benefit from that. You should really talk to Claire Ackerman because she's amazing at X, Y, and Z. And and if you sit down with her for 35 minutes of coffee, I guarantee you you're going to get one, two, three nuggets and you're going to be able to implement that. Um, what I love is that we attract agents who have the grit and who have the hustle to really want to do it, which is great. So they want to meet with me, Brian, Kathleen, Michelle, whoever on our team but they've got to do the hard work of actually executing it, yeah. right? We're, we're, we're just helping, we're plugging them into the outlet. It's, they've got to do the hard work of turning on the light switch and figuring out what, what's going to get them on in this business. Yeah, it sounds like you guys do a really good job at just helping people realize the ROI of investing into themselves. I mean, that's literally all it is. It's instead of spending this hour doing this on my phone, whatever it is, you could be networking or doing this. And it's, it's, it's helping someone see the value that they really have and knowing that instead of doing this, you could do this and, and giving them the power to do that. And it's, I bet it's so, so cool to see once you have a couple yeah. of those aha moments and yeah. over the course of three, six, 12 months, see someone's growth and, and just how appreciative and happy they are. Yeah. I mean, that's, I so, bet. So to that point, the young man that I mentioned who I met with back in 2015, who is still with us. So his first year, he did two yield, two, excuse me, deals. His first full year with us, he did 12. His wow. second year with us, he did 24. This last year, he did 37, and he was in the top 10 of our agents. Wow. And so, gooseies, right? Like, I, was, I like, literally that was just about to rewarding. say, like, my hair That's is standing rewarding. up. Yeah. Like, holy cow. He, he did it, but we just help plug him. In. I, I always use that example, right? We're just plugging you into the right outlets. So you have yeah. the right energy to move. Right. I think just knowing our people really well is what we're really passionate about. Um, we're really in tune and we keep we keep track of what our agents are up to and what they want to learn, what they want to know. Um, we have a really robust training calendar um, and it's like training events and classes are cool. a big thing that we do. We joke about how um, if we weren't a real estate company, we'd also be an event company, <laughs> uh, which is kind of funny. But um, so providing that connectivity for them. But then also, like, we as a team will gather up and say, hey, like, what are you noticing that agents are saying? And, like, what are they saying that they need help with? And we'll basically create a class or curriculum around what those needs are um, and then tailor it specifically to the agents who need it. So um, we're just really always listening um, and finding ways that we can help um, infuse and influence their business in any way that can help them. It's cool. I was actually just talking about this this morning uh, with my brother-in-law and, like, it seems like you guys just actually care about people. It's amazing when, I mean, just how much just the day-to-day changes and, and just how a business runs when you genuinely care about another human being. And it, it, based off of what I've heard from other people and stuff like that, that's, I mean, it, more and more, it seems like that's that's all it is. And it's it, it, you can't fake that if, if you really care about someone. And just, I mean, seeing the emotion as you're explaining, seeing someone's growth and, and just hearing about being part of a family, it, yeah, it seems like... It, yeah, you guys are just good at connecting everyone, identifying people's needs, what it is that they need to to grow, even though they might not be able to see it, um, and just plugging into that. And and what's, yeah, what's cool about our agents is it's not like we're just constantly pouring and giving and like they're taking. Um, mm-hmm. They take that and they also give to their peers as well. So it's like all the pressure isn't necessarily on top of us to give them everything they need. Like we have our top producing agents pouring into um, the other agents there, um, yeah. giving advice, sharing. Um, all those things so it's just really neat that's cool that's cool so i mean i i think that there's so so much opportunity on just social media in general when it comes to real estate how are you guys leveraging social media either to help sell homes help people find or help find buyers um or even to bring in new agents um yeah what do you guys how is it whenever you came on board what 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 did it all look like and kind of what have you what opportunities did you find and how did you execute on them and if i could just shout out to kat um so prior to her 
I was managing, if you want to use that word, right? I was managing <laughs> marketing. Oh, by the way, I just started my Instagram like nine months ago, thanks to her. Um, Love it. So prior to her, we, I, I think um, we definitely uh, had done a really good job of building a firm foundation of mm -hmm. a solid North & Co. brand, but we had not even scratched the surface until she came on board. And she... Um, and I feel like you haven't even scratched the surface on what you can help us do, um, what you can do. Um, but like all kudos to her for how much we've grown in the last 18, 19 months um, online. So yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you're amazing, seriously. Um, I was really fortunate to come into the company um, with a brand that was really solid and knew who they were mm -hmm. and was built. So I wasn't necessarily coming into like, oh, I'm gonna help you like create your story in the brand. Like yeah. I just had the challenge of telling that story in a digital way, which was really fun for me because I've always, um, growing up, I was always really into social media and just kind of telling stories in general. Yeah. Um, so it was a fun challenge for me. Um, so as far as social media front goes, um, uh, they just weren't on it consistently yet. So my biggest thing was like, okay, we just need to make sure that you guys are present on social media and that it is consistent. Um, and then from there, it just started, it kind of happened really organically of just like, I was just observing what was happening in the company and mm -hmm. taking a picture of it and then taking words that people were saying while in that event or meeting um, and putting it as the caption for posts. Um, and it just kind of grew um, in such an organic way and um, it continues to be organic like I think just being really authentic has been our biggest win um, it's funny I was talking to our digital sales manager yesterday she manages all of our incoming company leads mm -hmm. and funnels that where they need to go and she was telling me about how we got a lead from Instagram and it was like super <laughs> exciting for me That's because cool. I mean I um, if you go to our Instagram account it's all people it's all our company it's not houses there's an occasional housing That's spotlight cool. or something like that but Typically, I'd like to show off our people and what we're doing and who we are. Um, and she was talking about how that lead was saying, she's from California. We don't do any targeted ads to California. We don't, we hardly actually do any ad spend. Mm -hmm. um, and this lead was saying, hey, like I happen to be going through different accounts on Instagram and I was looking up different real estate companies. And I noticed that you guys were the only company that didn't have houses on your um, page. And she was like, but, but she was like, but I saw what you guys were doing and I really like your people and I want to work with you guys. So like that was such a cool win because there's a lot of times where I'm like, maybe I should be posting houses like all the other real estate companies and talking about, you know, square footage and yeah. things like that. But then I was like, no, like we're just being really authentic as to who we are. And then that draws the people that we want to work with. So yeah, really I cool. mean, people love that. I mean, it horrible comparison, but I mean, reality TV got big because you just gave someone insight into someone else's reality. And whether that's good or bad reality, that's for other people to decide, but people love to just get an insight or an inside view. And that's, that's why I brought it up is because you guys aren't doing just homes, which everyone else is doing. And so when it comes down to it, people just want to feel like they're part of a family. I mean, this family thing keeps getting brought up, but that's what you give insight into is look at the team members, look at how we interact, look at like most realtors can show the same home, but someone's going to choose to work with someone because they feel like a friend. And that's, that's what you guys are doing is creating that, that brand trust from, from the get go. And that's what's, I mean, I, even though you might've gotten one lead, I'd, it'd be interesting to see if there's a way to look at, maybe they saw it on Instagram, but then came to the website and filled something out. Cause I bet you've gotten a lot more than just one lead or any brokers, anything like that. Um, just off of the Instagram. I mean, have you guys ever since, um, I mean, just posting on a more consistent basis, have you guys seen more uptick in just overall leads and sales and all that? I think just our follower growth, um, mm -hmm. industry locally and nationally has increased a lot. Um, on there, um, brand presence. Um, there's a lot of times that we'll get comments from people in the community that are just like, I saw you guys post about your new office on social media or like I wanted, or someone walked into the office and was like, I wanna see your green moss ampersands on your wall because I saw it posted on Instagram and there's a big hype around it. Um, and then we uh, just last, a couple of months ago threw a big grand opening party for our new office. Um, and the social media buzz around that was insane. Like normally, like like our impressions just like went through the roof. And I was like, "Is this real?" Like <laughs> it was Look like what I did. it was a moment where it was like, "Wow, I feel like we're kind of viral for a second. But it was it was just uh, it's cool because it's like again, like we haven't even jumped into like strategic advertising and yeah. ad spend and retargeting and all those things. Like this just been purely just being organic and just sharing what we have already. 
um, which is hard to do in the industry and um, just overall in the digital world. Um, mm -hmm. It's so saturated with fake content and followers and yeah. buy your followers and buy your likes and all that <laughs> stuff. And it's like, um, we don't ever need to do that. We just need to be who we are. Yeah. So. No, I love it. Yeah. So, um, again, like not coming from a real estate background, I mm -hmm. had, uh, I thought, I felt like it was a disadvantage because I was like, I don't understand real estate. But then what I realized was I think this is a really big mm -hmm. advantage because I'm coming from an outside perspective. Exactly. So I can kind of interpret what I'm seeing and display it visually. Um, so my first big project when joining the company was to redesign the whole website. Um, it kind of happened on accident, but it ended up being a really cool accident. Um, so my inspiration for what I saw in North & Co, like I drew it from like, lifestyle brands and mm -hmm. fashion companies and bloggers and um, just things that displayed people really well because mm -hmm. um, I know I knew it was a really people-centric company so I was like okay how do I tell the story of them um, visually so um, immediately it was just things like let's get pictures of your people doing what they're doing and like you guys are always having events you guys are always surrounded by each other like there's like it sounds cheesy but it's like you guys are kind of always like laughing and hugging and like <laughs> seeing each other and it's not fake and it's not posed like all the pictures on our website are hardly pose except for the ones where it's like you know like stop like yeah, yeah a group picture yeah. a group picture yeah. or something like that and it's like let's get that on video let's get all of that out there um let's um continue to honor the brand that's really clean and modern um while infusing um who the people are so it all just kind of it came together in such a neat way and it like cool. it's funny it's like we didn't have to hire models to like be on our <laughs> be on our website and like sit in this house and pose and hold this book like it's that wasn't necessary at all it was just like hey let's just can I just invite everybody to come to this happy hour and can we just get some pictures of them while they're yep. just doing what they do um, and interacting how they interact um, and it just like came to life that way um, and it's super fun. One so. of the things she said to me when she first came on board was um, you guys have a, a nice website, it, it looks good. Your photos are high res, yay, check, <laughs> right? Like, like you think about yeah. it, there are some websites out there that uh, are yeah, not yeah, quite, yeah. right? So like from a, from a like, you check the basic box of an okay website, you've got that. But one of the things she said was like, I feel you in being here and you don't have that same representation online, right? Mm -hmm. You need, you feel you, when you walk into a North & Co office, when you meet a North & Co agent, when you meet somebody from our North & Co support team, you feel us, right? So that needs to translate somehow or another from Instagram and Facebook and the website. And I just think you've done a phenomenal job of bringing us to life where somebody from California or here locally, if they're just logging online and checking us out, I, th I, th I think, I think you've done a phenomenal job of capturing that essence. It's fun. If you go yeah. to our leadership page on our website, um, you'll see a picture of Brian, but then you'll also see a picture of Brian skateboarding. Um, <laughs> so it was like I really wanted to capture um, just the unique individuals mm -hmm. that were that are in the company, and also share that too, because um, that's something that like people didn't know by like his current headshot that was on the previous website. But it's like now that they see that, they're like, oh, like. They get a feeling for who he is before they even met him. Um, and so it was just, it was fun. It was a really fun project. So. Hitting on two things that are like super important. I, I preach it and it's, it's conveying a feeling. And then too many, too many people when it comes to like ads or just marketing in general are just, we have homes, buy from us. We, we sell homes and that's, you guys are literal. Yeah, that's yeah. And it's like, okay, well you and th the 300 other agents that I've seen can do that but then they stumble on yours and it's like, oh wow, you made me feel part of your family. And then that just sparks the conversation of what do you guys do? And then it's 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 selling without selling. And like, it, you guys are doing everything like perfect. It's it's so cool to hear, especially, and this is the second part, too many, like, too many people try and produce commercials, produce, produce, produce. You guys are just documenting. And this is something that we're working on offering is, whenever you see an ad come up on like Instagram stories and it's super produced, it, it looks like an ad and you just swipe by. But if it's like you're in the moment, you're looking at what other people are doing and maybe there's less production value, which it's going to be cheaper that way. But then now you're just documenting. So now you can get that feeling of being part of it. And so like that, you guys are doing such a great job at that. Cause most people, it's always like, let's tell them about this new house we got. Let's tell them about like, it, let's tell, sell, 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 rather than try and just start a relationship. And that's all you guys are doing. And that's, you guys are killing it. I love the way you put it, documenting. Totally. I'm going to totally take note. Selling. Take, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm taking uh, note of that. Cause that's, yeah. I'm, and 
I mean, we haven't launched it yet, but that's what we're trying to figure out is like how to price it. Because most of the time it's you're paying X amount of dollars for a video. and the, But it's like, mm-hmm. how do we go for maybe two, three hours? We don't have, like, we have maybe somewhat of a direction of what we want to get, whether it be maybe we get some interview stuff or um, we have a sense of what we kind of want to get, but it's more so just going and documenting for a few hours. Like it might be a meeting. And I was going to ask, are you guys doing anything to document like... Um, the one-to-ones where it's how can we help you and like like what plugging you in from here to here like if you could create little series on each individual like you could have a ton of different series and then that's how you can bring in agents that that I want to be part of this it's like you know what I mean and it's giving someone a sense of they feel like a family and now you're doing it without saying we're a brokerage come be an agent under us it's this is why without telling you you need to do this and have you guys ever thought about that and like I I Whenever you went to, uh, um, you guys did a podcast. That's uh, what do you guys do a podcast on? Uh, oh my God, there's so many questions in what you just said, yeah, uh, or, or responses <laughs> in what you just said. So, yes, yes, and yes. Where's the easy button on, on that? I think um, I'm excited because I think you guys could really help us with that. It was probably right when you first started, maybe your first three months, that I came to Cat with. Um, uh, I'm going to give a little bit of background. We're not your typical real estate company in that I think there's a lot of real estate companies that become associated with a regional trainer, right? So there's the Buffini office and there's the Ferry office oh, and there's yeah. the Proctor office and there's KW has its own internal system of training and edu- education, right? We're not like that, not ever from the beginning. Oh, We've yeah. always been the um, who do you want to be when you grow up? And uh, you figure out your passion and your um, your purpose in this business. And then uh, what what is interesting about that is we've found these pods, like mm-hmm. these pods, these groups that have populated. So now that we're at 175 agents, we have the group of 25 agents who do working by referral. We have another group of 30 agents who really do open houses. That's not to say that that's all that they do, but that's their primary arm of their business. And then they might offset with a few other things. We have our group who wholesale. We have our group who fix flip. We have, and I could go on, right? So we're now this group of 175 agents and you have these, um, these groupings. Mm -hmm. And so it was right around the beginning of 2018 where she and I talked about, wouldn't it be really cool if we could took, took? (laughs) I swear I can speak. If we could take each one of those main business models Mm -hmm. and really dive deep into how do you run that business model and how do you, and, and we could document, as you say, fairly easily, like in 45 minutes, y'all could hear from John and Amy Angelo exactly how they do their $15 million business and how they run it and um, how they they find business within their business. And, and they're such master crafters of um, studying their own 750-person database and how they find um, different trends and niches within it. It's so cool. Like, yeah. yes, yeah. We, should be, we should be doing that. I, w- I would say that's probably um, something we've had an idea to do for the last year and a half. We just haven't had the proper platform, a.k.a. <laughs> EIC Dustin, um, to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that'd be huge because everyone wants to know the the why, the how, yeah. and all that, and that's tactical. Exactly. Yes. I mean, you go to conferences. It's funny because we were just mentioning this earlier. You go to conferences and all that, and it's it's just super high level. You have the the what to do, but not how to do it, and I it's the it's how. It just builds excitement, but doesn't yeah. really give you the practical tools for that yep. every day. Yeah. Yep. And again, going back, a lot of a lot of other people would say, well, we don't want to document that and give give all that away because it, people are going to take it and run with themselves and. But they're not going to like, I mean, sure, a few people might. And the people that do, they're going to be like, hey, if you're looking for someone to work for, work for these guys. This is how they did it for me. And so it's even if you didn't get that one person, you're probably going to get five, 10, 15 people from them because you help generate that path. Yeah, the people we give to always seem to give back. And it's never our intention that we're ever going to get anything back. Um, But it just naturally happens that way. Like I was talking to one of our partners yesterday. And she was like, I get so much business from you guys. She was like, I just like want to find every way I can to give back to you guys. And she's like, just let me know however I can do that. And it was, it was cool. Like she didn't have to do that. Um, but just, it's just naturally what happens in our group. It's, it's so cool. And I mean, you, you put it perfectly giving without the expectations of getting something back. And if you do that, and that a lot, I think that's where there's a lot of opportunities people give with the expectation of 
getting something back and getting upset if it doesn't happen. But it's like if you whole and it goes it goes back into what we've been talking about. You guys generally just care about people and like it's I don't know. It's funny how just the opportunity comes to be when you actually just care about who you're dealing with, the the company that you're building, and you guys are killing it. Like everything, I, there's been probably five or six times where I've gotten goosebumps as you guys have been talking. Like it's absolutely love it. Um, when it comes to just, I mean, ideas, I know we kind of talked about something when it comes to ideas on just moving forward, whether it be raising awareness for homes or the brokerage or agents. Um, I mean, have you guys had any questions, any thoughts, um, on what you guys could do? And we can kind of just dive into questions they might've had and how we can, how you can actually apply that or anything with video with, I mean, you got, you mentioned you're not doing any ads or anything like that. Have you guys tested with any social ads or um, we're jumping into designing what that looks like. Um, we just haven't totally implemented yet. Um, so it's just interesting cause it's like, we haven't had to like, even on the recruiting front, um, like we don't run ads that say, come join our brokerage. Like they call us, um, because they've seen our signs around or they've seen social media or they've talked to someone who's worked with us. Um, so it's, it's, um, it's so neat that it, we don't have to, we haven't had to, mm-hmm. we haven't had to do it out of need. It's more just like, I think it would be kind of interesting to try it. Let's see how it goes. Um, so yeah, so just jumping into designing that. For thing. sure. We, we want to. Yeah. Yes. You guys have all the content to make it happen. Cause like I said, most of the time, especially when you put, I mean, outside the organic posts and people start putting money behind it, it's like, we need to see a sale right now. So everything needs to be sign up, join us, buy from us, and it's all that, rather than saying, hey, check out how our team grew together. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, what? how did they? And then they hear the the conversation, and so it's like you use that as the creative rather than the good old, we're North & Co. Yeah, we're really, um, in our marketing too, we try to stay very current to what our group is feeling and sensing out in the market. So typically, in a, well, a lot of companies, um, they plan their marketing strategy for the whole year. And they're like, this is our summer campaign. This is our fall campaign. This is exactly what we're going to do for Christmas and stuff. And we just haven't done that um, because we are like, we're really lucky to work with a great ad agency, Rethink. Um, they're just they're very nimble and fast and quick. And mm-hmm. they work with our ideas if we get them to like two weeks before we launch it to them, uh, which is really <laughs> awesome because we want to stay really current and relevant to what's happening in the market. And it's just... Yeah. Um, Yes, we can make some predictions, but at the same time, it's like there's something really to be said about being able to just like hear what's happening and be able to produce something that speaks to it at that moment. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it helps keep you guys relevant. Totally. And then uh, I think your time's coming up soon. Um, yeah, yeah, it helps you be relevant. I mean, that's I, I laugh because it's a lot of people like to well, let's plan it out for the whole year, but it's like, all right, how much time is it going to take to plan that out when 80% isn't going to be relevant by the time you get there? And it's just it's wasted time. And so it's you guys, yeah, you guys just do a good job because it's like as we mentioned earlier, you guys take time to invest into the people, which instead of just trying to plan things out super in advance, you're just saying, eh, maybe we just do it one month in advance, but then we can reallocate some of that time and you guys just do a better job at figuring out where to spend your time, where to spend your wills and, and everything like that. It's awesome. It's really cool. I think it would be really neat for you to touch on um, like how North & Co. became no- known as a brand, like with the open house system and mm-hmm. um, like really yeah. what the organic marketing was there for Brian yeah. when he started the company. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so Brian, six years, investor, gets his license, puts the stake in the ground, in the ground, I'm, I'm going to do this Arcadia thing, I'm gonna make myself known, people are gonna feel me, I'm gonna feel them. That sounds really weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but y'all know what I mean. Um, and he, uh, as you already mentioned, um, is very strategic. So it's not just um, by hair on fire, ah, I'm just, uh, he is a little bit of that too, in a really good way. Healthy mix, healthy mix. <laughs> but he's, in a strategic way, he, he went to that marketplace and studied it, right? What, who currently exists in Arcadia as a branch, as a brokerage, as agents, and what are they doing and what are they not doing? And he always talks about the fact that you need to look at where, if you're looking at a, a parking lot, where's the empty parking space that you can fill? So if you're looking at Arcadia Marketplace and you know they do whatever it is, they do listings really well, or they do um, uh, ads really well, they do videos. Um, Arcadia is an interesting thing to study Mm -hmm. because it's very old school real estate. I hope that's the right way to say it. Um, But there's a lot of people there who have 
roots, deep roots, and who have deep connections. And so maybe they don't necessarily have to grind and do 95 things every single day to try and build their yeah. network. It's, it's more established. They're very fortunate. It took them 10 years, 20 years, 30 years to get there, yeah. right? So kudos to them. It, it, it wasn't by accident. But I think what was interesting was Brian basically looked at the marketplace and said, okay, what can I do that somebody else isn't currently doing well or at all. And what he realized was that um, A, uh, nobody was really taking advantage of the open house marketplace. People were doing open houses, but unfortunately what typically op happens with open houses is people will put out three or four signs, they'll print a few flyers, and then they'll wait for people to come to them. Brian doesn't wait for anything to come to him. He goes to market. It's one of the things I love that we talk a lot about with our agents. Like, you've got to have a go-to-market strategy, yep. right? So for him, it was, holy cow, if I, if I could really take this whole thing of open houses and really look at how other people are holding out open houses, which unfortunately was very anemic what they were doing, if I could take that and take my background of cold calling and door knocking, he devised this entire plan for open houses that was basically, if I take an opportunity for an open house, right? So I'm holding one, two, three Main Street, yep. and I do print, and I do video, and I cold call, and I door knock, and I campaign, and I put flyers, and I go online, and I like, and I put 20 open house signs when most people put three or four, yep. and then I follow up, and I am, he's amazing at building rapport. So any single person that walked through that door doesn't have a chance of not <laughs> falling in love with that guy yeah. because he's so friendly and affable. And mm -hmm. um, he does a really good job of, I think, digging in to find out what are you specifically looking for. And if you're not looking, if you happen to be a neighbor who's just checking it out, guess what? You're going to spend 20 minutes just chatting it up with him about California or surfing or or snowboarding. or You're just – he's he, – he – took to market a strategy that was literally taking open houses and completely, in the best way possible, imploding it, right? Mm -hmm. um, within 18 months, he had built a eight-person team wow. who was all doing open houses the way that he initially started. So if I take mm -hmm. one open house and I do cold calling and door knocking and print and online and flyer, and I do all of these activities, right, to really squeeze every ounce of opportunity for that property to be properly exposed so I get people to come to me, right? Yep. He took eight people that then did that and did that and did that. So at any given weekend in Arcadia, you saw 80 Brian North, North & Co. signs because all of them were campaigning that one particular property. And then it became sticky because sellers were like, I want that done to my home. Yep right? I want you to represent me that way. Wow, you're really good. Wow, you have a team. Wow, you guys. It became so sticky because it was unfortunately not being done in the same way, yeah. right? He was elevating it. Yep. It literally was our foothold in Arcadia, which then helped him build the North & Co. brand, which then he purchased the brokerage. And then we started um, taking that on and into other marketplaces and into other real estate agents. It's, it's amazing, right? That it's, I, I pay homage, right? It sounds so wacky, but I pay homage to him and the fact that if it weren't for his initial idea to take open houses and really blow it up and find a unique way to go to market so market comes to you, mm -hmm. we wouldn't be here today. Like that, that literally was our founding father, he and that concept and that idea and the team that really blew it up right and became cool. known for it that's cool i mean what was usually the pushback of why people weren't doing that is probably because oh it costs too much it cuts into the margins but it's oh my god yes take a small cut into the margins yes. but then you create volume you yes. can scale and that's that's that, that i don't know it's i i i loved hearing that story because it's yes. i mean that's that's exactly what it is go all out on that one because you might lose the margin there but then it creates that i want that for myself oh wow if they're putting this much if they're putting this much behind it, how awesome of a property is this? Now you're just creating the, I'm getting goosebumps again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so what do you guys yeah. do now from a, from an open house perspective? Um, so we definitely um, teach and infuse that philosophy to our agents. Um, that's the biggest thing. Um, it's, I mean, it's different for Brian cause he was on a team. Um, whereas our agents, they're all, they have their own teams, they're individuals. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but they all definitely have wrapped their minds around like that concept and it's mm-hmm. like if that's the niche that they um, take advantage of like that's why you see all of our signs around Arcadia yeah. um, and then same they do it in whichever neighborhood they're in um, but definitely like that's the biggest thing and then of course providing them the tools of like providing them the signs and the um, the checklists and the templates and the social media graphics everything that they could need um, to act on that um, mm-hmm. it was of course our job in that space um, but the biggest thing is like teaching them like this was the method that uh, made us who we are um, and then this is how you do it with the practical tools totally. that's cool do you guys get like a list of open houses like even out I mean uh, you guys obviously have a list of your guys's but just open houses in the valley and where I'm going with this is is I've been talking to a vendor recently and uh, huge on just geo targeting what they can do is like literally you give them an address that so they could put um, a geofence over a specific address. So if you have a list of addresses on an Excel sheet, you can basically upload it. And anyone that goes to that address, you can then serve them an ad. And then say, I mean, basically the, the methodology would be if they're going to open houses, they're probably shopping around for homes. And then um, by using data, you can identify what might be similar to what you guys are doing and just say, hey, come check this out. And kind of going with that approach, automating the the outgoing communication i mean how much time does it take to call people and 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 do that knocking on doors it takes your time to go do that whereas this if it's kind of using data to automate reaching those people and now you can reach maybe a thousand people instead of what a hundred phone calls could do and so you're just getting more at bats and it's that it'd be i'd love to yeah chat more and see what you guys are doing because um we've done a few videos of individual homes and even like running with that showing it um but not just the home what we did is took a drone and then do what are the nearby locations what's the entertainment like and i mean people want to be in a community in a neighborhood not just a home and so really trying to show that and and build up not just the home but the surrounding community around it the schools the everything that people look at when it comes to um making that decision and would love to yeah love to chat with you guys and see what you guys do yeah i love that yeah i love it i know there's a couple there's i think there's an agent in north central who um uses that strategy sometimes and then there's an agent out in um east valley who also has experimented with that too um but yeah i love it awesome yeah because it same vendor talking with them and it's really cool because i'm I, typically not big on tv just because it's it, it goes out to anyone and everyone but there is a a new form like connected tv advanced tv where you can use data basically axiom like third-party data sources and basically target people that are in market for a home but then show tv ads and so it's, it'd be like on roku apple devices stuff like that um sling tv all that stuff and so you could essentially have a tv commercial and i mean usually it's like ten fifteen thousand dollar minimums but found this vendor that is a lot cheaper like in the i think it's two thousand dollar minimum but um it'd be interesting to see if you could yeah group a couple houses together and then only reach people that are in market for a home who have household income above 150k 200k whatever those the ideal audience would be that would buy that and see see what that would do um there's some weekends we have 12 homes that are that are um being held open and there's some weekends we have 50 homes that are being held open so to figure out the batching of that and how we could take your idea and do it for 50 (laughs) would be amazing because that would that would be the it's figuring out how to do multiple at once so you can scale it because that's where you would run into an issues if it had to be one at a time and there'd be scalability issues but yeah i think because i mean I, I still think that there are a lot of anemic um, strategies being used for open houses. And it's like that this is your opportunity to get someone to feel it. And not only that, they're around other people that want to see it. So now you're creating a sense of, uh, oh, wait, what if they get it? And I like creating a sense of urgency by if you have more people there, more like if there's only one other uh, couple there, that me as a home buyer, I'm probably like, eh, there's only one other person interested. I can kind of drag my feet. So you're getting more people, you get higher resale value. And you're getting it sold quicker. And it's like, yeah. To that point, NAR just came out um, with a stat last year. So uh, just over 70% of home buyers today are finding their house before they're finding their agent, which is really rare. It, it wow. used to be the opposite. So to your point, um, uh, and, and not surprisingly, I think that's because of the Zillows and the Trulliers and the Realtor.coms and all of that. There's just more access to information than there ever has been yeah. about properties, right? So I think homeowners are starting to become their own um, informational agent, right, to go out there and trying to find a property. But 
with open houses, I think there's a huge opportunity to leverage how do I how do I take this open house um, you know uh, opportunity yeah. and and really figure out how to um, get to people you know yeah. and not get to people like it's um, a manipulation yeah. But um, get to people so I can add value to give them the data yeah. so that they are finding the right yeah. property that is really fitting them and they don't have buyer's remorse because they got into a property that wasn't really what they thought. It, I mean, it's not just for the source of like trickery. That's not, that's yeah. not how I mean to say it. Yeah. I know so well how much value our agents, especially our agents, full-time selling, knowledgeable, cream of the crop, right? I know how much they bring to a home seller, a home buyer. And, and so you, you want to figure out ways mm -hmm. to get to them to make sure this is the largest decision of their life, right? At least at this time, yep. the highest price point yeah. Yeah. at this time you want to make sure you're making the right decisions and um, performing the right due diligence and yeah. have the right negotiator on your side and, and all of that. And I yeah. think what you're saying could really could help, could help the marketplace. So going on the, and my watch is going off, so we're hitting the time. So yeah. we, we can wrap up here shortly. Like going back to, it's not trickery. It's, it's, we had the ability to look at data and see what are you engaging with? Knowing, knowing what it is that you're engaging with, how can I now follow up with, with my communication? So it's like, you show these homes, maybe they don't click and even go, but we can retarget people that watch, like let's say we have 12 homes, they watch the video for these three, you can at least now see the data and say, okay, they like this location. Let's retarget them and say, hey, did you know that there's this around here? And it's it's not trickery, it's just, we see what you're doing, we know what you want, let me add value by identifying who you are, what you're engaging with, and let me funnel you down this communication. If it's, you're looking at that and then looking at, um, I don't know, rate buy down stuff it, it might they might have something you. No. you know rate buy downs i love it that's like 1989 stuff really yeah you're like superseding your time are you 54 and you're like i'm benjamin you button look, yeah <laughs> i love it um but but yeah if they start looking at content like that you know that money or a monthly payment might be an issue so then how do you speak to that and it's not yeah it's not being triggered it's what what do you need to get you to that next point in the deci decision making process here's what i have for that you either like it or you don't and then we can use the data to continually optimize what that information is and yeah i would love to talk to you guys more if you guys are looking to do the i mean the paid stuff that's that's that is my main background is the google ads facebook ads and all that stuff um but yeah, it sounds like the ideas that you guys have, you guys are sitting on a ton of content. I, I think, yeah, if it's executed well, I think there, there's tons of opportunity. What, when it's executed well? No, when it gets executed yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> I heard an if or a maybe, so I was just like, no, we will, dang it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then even with the content that you guys have of, of showing who you guys are, it's like you can use that to build the brand so these people that are watching the videos and all that, then you can retarget them and say, hey, check out who we are and now it's like you've identified the types of homes that, are, that they like and then it's like hey see who we are and then you start building that relationship when they go to make that decision they're going to reach out to you guys because after the fact you're there building a relationship where everyone else was not and totally yeah. i think it's unfortunate that real estate agents are literally at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to consumer perception mm. of their value and um um lounge lizard lariness right <laughs> unfortunately mm -hmm. um and i know for us i feel like every single day we are fighting the good fight to try and reposition reposition real estate agents and brokerages to everything that you're saying right you consumer think that cheesy salesperson cheesy real estate agent is just after you to get your money right and so you're now taking control and you're now taking things into your own hands and so you're going online little do you know that half the homes that you're looking at potentially might not actually be listed and are available they could be in escrow like you don't really have the accurate data in front of you um and, and i think for us we are constantly trying to figure out how how do we ensure that the consumer has the right data and has the right information and has the right tools to be able to um, move forward, you know, yeah. for themselves? Yeah. And that's really just like being who we say we are. Totally. Because um, you can market all you want and position yourself however you want, but then if you don't follow up with the action, um, it's not possible. So it always goes back to like our community and like hiring the right people or uh, bringing on the right people. Totally. Um, yeah. And, um, making sure that like we are doing what we're saying that we're totally. gonna do. Love it. Totally. 
Love it. Well, we'll definitely wrap this up. I know you got to get going. So I, I really appreciate you guys' time. This was this was super fun. Loved hearing everything. It's like I said, I got goosebumps like seven times. Like so, really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I would love to maybe connect um, after this and and uh, yeah, just send over some ideas and, and everything like that, and maybe just have another conversation. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Thank you. So awesome. For us. Yeah. Appreciate it. So. North & Co., if you guys are looking to buy or sell a home or uh, looking for a new home, a brokerage, yeah, check them out. And so we'd love for you guys to give a shout-out where, I mean, if you guys want to give yourself a shout-out, where can people find you? I know that you guys mentioned podcasts, so this might be a early way to be found and get to know who you are and start that podcast. Yeah. How can people find us, Kat? Um, so you can go to northandco.com or you can go to Instagram. Um, our username is at northandco. Um, same with Facebook um, and Twitter and Pinterest and LinkedIn, all those things. 